welcome to South U Stories. We're bringing you this episode the day before Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. I'm here with my producer, Mason. Mason, what's your favorite uh, Thanksgiving food? Um, stuffing. Always. Stuffing. All right. Love it. Good to know. I'll remember that for next year. <laughs> this week, uh, we are excited to bring a amazing, interesting story uh, from Rich Devardi, the owner of Dominic's, the Ann Arbor institution that we all know uh, and love to visit. Uh, Rich tells a couple amazing stories that I had the pleasure of learning many years ago. And when creating this podcast, it was one of the reasons, one of the stories that I wanted to bring to light. So I'm excited to bring that to you. But first, I want to give a couple shout outs. First off, to my first sponsor, Underground Printing, uh, your go-to for all your custom printed and apparel needs and your holiday shopping as well. It's coming up Black Friday, Cyber Monday. But also, I want to give a shout out to Destination Ann Arbor. Destination Ann Arbor promotes the Ann Arbor area as a destination of choice for travelers and visitors. So you can visit www.annarbor.org to discover where to stay and what to do in Ann Arbor. And now, Rich Devardi from Dominic's. Okay, so let's jump in. I'm here with my guest, uh, Rich Devardi. And Rich, I've had the pleasure of knowing you for almost... 20 years now. Has it been that long? It has been that long. I What I found in doing these podcasts is I keep aging myself and dating myself over and over again, but that's okay. I'm proud it of it. It seems like yesterday. <laughs> so, we were working I, that's exactly right. The reason we met was because you were kind enough to, to give me employee here for a summer and a, and a fall football season uh, where I learned a ton and I learned a lot about myself and I learned a lot about the industry and, and working, but I also... Uh, really developed a passion for this, like the history of Ann Arbor, you know, and that was, you know, my, you know, I was 18, 19 at the time. And there's so much history that comes out of Dominic's and we're here at Dominic's right now in the back patio, one of the coolest places in Ann Arbor to sit and, uh, and hang out on a, on a Saturday afternoon or, or a football Saturday. And, uh, and, I remember you telling me so many great stories about the history about your dad, Dominic, and uh, and just some of the, the the history of Ann Arbor that's steeped in here. And so I was wondering if you'd do me the honor of telling a couple of these stories that I have retold time and time again. And it's been actually a big inspiration for me in doing this podcast was telling some of these stories you've told me over and over again and loving to tell them and thinking like there are other stories out there that I want to tell, but specifically your stories and your family stories I wanted to put out there. So I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about Dominic's back, back in the day uh, when there were actually, there was actually another location and how that came to be. Sure. Uh, Rishi, uh, (laughs) first of all, I'd like to say that I'm honored that you wanted to interview me for your podcast. And, uh, yeah, so Dominic's has been around in the family for about 60 years now. Uh, my mom and dad, Dominic and Alice, purchased uh, this building, well, one building here on the block in late 1959. So we usually say Dominic's has been around since 1960 because that was the first full year. Got it. So we've been here almost 60 years now. Right. 
and it's kind of eclectic and iconic with a really unique atmosphere. Absolutely. Um, and it's expanded over time. There have been changes, but people um, remark frequently how nothing's changed. It's always the same, you know, when they come back many years later. It's a comfort, I think, it's, for a lot of people. It's changed, it's expanded, but we've always tried to keep the atmosphere the same, the look and feel the same. Yeah. Hence, uh, no televisions, uh, more of an atmosphere conducive to conversation. Sure. Uh, we have a very diverse clientele. Um, people come here, people from all walks of life, families come. Uh, University of Michigan clerical workers, right. sports teams, um, just a lot of students as well. Yeah. And uh, professors. So we have a lot of regulars, customers, uh, and some customers that actually come almost every day, which is what you want to do is, you know, develop a clientele that's, yeah. that's you know, dedicated. So, yeah, uh, Dominic's remained in one building and in the 60s um, till probably the mid to late 70s is when we made our major expansion. But during the 60s, I recall when I was really young, um, my memory isn't that great anymore, but I, maybe I'll guess I was about 10 years old. Okay. When... Uh, Can't blame you. That's long. You know, when, no one uh, remembers anything when they're 10. My father decided to sell our other Dominic's unit that was on Cross Street in Ypsilanti to Tom and Jim Monahan. And I vaguely remember my dad training them on how to mix the pizza sauce and put the spices in and make the dough in the dough machine and roll out the pizzas and, and make pizzas. And so the Monahans purchased my father's store at Ypsilanti. And for a while, they kept the name Dominic's. And back then, we used to deliver before we sold the one in Ypsilanti. And we had these little Jeeps. And my father decided to stop delivery. So you were, you were they were delivering way back then before? We, we were delivering from here. Like, oh, you were well. delivering from here as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, and That's... we had Jeeps. Oh, wow. Uh, and uh, so we sold the Ypsilanti unit to the Monahan brothers. And for a while, they kept the name Dominic's until my father asked them if they could change it. Um, and did you think he asked them to change it? Because, you know, at a certain point, people knew this place is Dominic's and, and he wasn't involved there anymore. Well, people were coming and saying the pizza is different. Okay. Yeah. Here. Yeah. So somewhere in the process when my father taught them the way we made it here, it got changed a little bit. And so, you know, some people were saying, oh, the pizza is different there than it is here. And we registered the name Dominic's, and then my father asked Tom Monahan to change the name. Tom bought his brother Jim out of his share of the business, and when he changed the name to Domino's Pizza, I think there was a lawsuit from Domino Sugar. That's right. And but uh, since the products are so so different, um, that he was able to maintain the name of Domino's. Uh, he didn't have to change that. And then I don't know how it came about, but he decided to franchise. Yeah. And so now there are Domino's pizzas all over the world. Yeah. And, and, I, and it's, it's one of those things that, that I, I think it's, it's a secret 
that no that very few people know about this idea that um what we think of as one of the lar the largest pizza chain in the world we know that uh, you know that came from ann arbor but the fact that it came from Dominic's, and I always tell, yes, I tell the, the first story. Domino's pizza store was but, formerly a Dominic's. That's exactly right. Yeah. And, and so when you look at this place and you think it's, you know, you, you, you feel comfort in coming back and things haven't changed, but it actually has inspired huge change, you know, and, and huge revolution in industry. And, and I think I always look back on that and that's how, you know, you can stay true to your roots but still inspire ch huge change, right? And you talked about things have changed, but a lot has stayed the same, but it's also inspired a lot of change, even not just with that, but a lot of the people that come through here and then, you know, have fond memories and recollections and great times, and then go on and do different things. So um, another story that I think uh, I always look back on fondly is I remember us being upstairs uh, and you telling me the story about these beautiful glass windows that anybody that that's listening can come, can still go up and, and see now i was wondering if you tell tell the story about those windows oh sure uh my father wanted to decorate the business uh, um when we were expanding in the late 1970s and he loved stained glass and he loved colored glass and, and he wanted to make the place look really pretty so at some point i believe it was at an auction there were these glass pieces that were for sale and there were the glass pieces that came from the dome of the Capitol building in Lansing. Huh. And at some point, I believe the structure got too old and weak to support the weight of the, the glass. And this is like lead crystal glass, really thick, really heavy, big pieces, several of them acid etched that, uh, it's my understanding we're made in France many, many years ago. Wow. And uh, nowhere in the world do they make stuff like that anymore. Right. And uh, my father acquired several pieces. And the man who he got them from, who I do not recall his name, uh, told my father that he was standing at the bottom of a chute <laughs> and trying to grab the glass, wearing gloves, as it was sliding down the chute into a dumpster. And <laughs> he was salvaging and saving these these uh, miraculous uh, antique pieces of glass. And uh, we, we were able to acquire several, and uh, the gentleman had more, and my father wanted more, so he sent me up north in a little pickup truck to this gentleman's house, it was near Traverse City, and I loaded a whole lot more onto the truck and brought them back to Ann Arbor. Wow. And after, shortly after we had them installed upstairs in uh, the seating area on the second floor, some people from the state came to photograph them um, and measure them, and uh, they wanted to make some replicas for the for the dome in the in Lansing they wanted to make some replicas that were made of material that was much lighter right that the structure would support so they came to like so someone has told me that somewhere in the capitol building there's a little plaque yeah. on the wall that actually mentions that some of the originals are here I've heard that, that when you take a tour Dominic. of the capitol building they actually mention that too that these are not the original pain uh, glass windows and that the only other originals that they know of are 
here at Dominic's in Ann Arbor, which is great. It's a way to infiltrate Lansing a little bit over here. So, um, as you, um, as you think, as you've seen so many changes, you know, and obviously growing up here and then working here under your dad for a long time and then taking over and, you know, we, we have high rises going up all around us on South U and, and as things have changed, you know, would you say that, you know, you take pride in like the, in comfort, like giving that comfort that this place is still here and, and still has that same look and feel that people have loved in, in a comfort. Yes, I do. And what's really touching is when uh, customers return to Dominic's and haven't been here in a long time or they, and they're just really happy and they have stories too. Like, Oh, this is where I met my wife. Yeah. Uh, this is where I got engaged. Yeah. You know, things like that. And, um, and all the compliments we get on our food really makes it all worthwhile. You know, I, I remember bringing my kids here and telling them that I, this is where I learned how to make pizza, which was fairly impressive to them. They were pretty, they were pretty proud of that. So, uh, at least impress them for a little bit anyway. So, um, well, Rich, I, I, like I said, I, I think this is a place I've always liked stories and facts and, and history, but I, you know, when I look back, obviously I remember you and we and, and my coworkers that were here, but I, it's the stories. It's the, it's the, the tradition that come, that is steeped in this place that, that I always like kind of like washes over me. It's very nostalgic. You know, I try to come by at least once a year if I, you know, to come and hang out especially with the family. So, um, when we started the podcast, it was like, you were the first person I thought of that I wanted to have on here. So, uh, thank you so much for taking time and telling a few stories and sure. I'm excited to, uh, excited for other people to hear it. And hopefully, like I was telling you earlier, I'm excited for them to come up and check out the windows and, and tell the stories to their friends about, about this place. Wonderful. Thank you. Okay. Thank you.